Hello. You ready yet? Is your highness is, is his highness ready yet? The delicate I'm genius. Ready. The delicate genius. I'm, I'm ready. And the phone rang, and I said I got to do the podcast. And Nick, who's Nick's been laying into you all day, by the way, Who which cares? we'll get to. Who cares? Who the fuck's he ever beat? And he said, "Oh, tell that fat ass we got things to do." Who's got things to do? He, he, and I like throw hands, like you was talking oh, about he, earlier. There was a there was a thirty minute session in the car today. Uh huh. Where where he just started laying into you, and he's like, "I'll sign a waiver. I'll sign a waiver to fight him. I don't gotta wait till I'm eighteen. I'll sign a waiver. I'll beat his ass." Okay. Yeah. He said. He said I'll, I'd send him into early retirement, but his lazy ass is already retired. He was just I, for no reason. He's in a bad mood who today. The, who the he fuck just started is he? going on you. You're so, you're so, okay. How old's your kid? Sixteen. I'm. I swear to God, the second that we are both out of sight and in the same fucking uh, place, I'm gonna crack the shit out of him, and I'm gonna have no idea how that fucking happened. I'm gonna crack his fucking skull open. He's gonna be sitting there bleeding all over himself. He's gonna wonder what just fucking hit me, and who do I cry to about it? And I'm gonna be like, I don't know what happened. I was in the bathroom, man. He was laying in. He's uh, like, I got two sets of boxing gloves. We could put. I'll sign a waiver. Boxing I'll gloves. I'll take him. I'll take him. What was with this glove shit? I will. I'll fight the motherfucker. I don't need no gloves. I, I, I will fight. I, just, I will fight your fucking kid. He's gonna run his mouth off. I'm not gonna wait two years to make this fucking legit. I'm gonna fuck up this underage kid. He's gonna fucking have no one to cry to because no one's gonna have fucking no one's gonna have seen it, and you're gonna fucking not even give a shit. You're gonna laugh at it because you know what I he deserves it. That you are feuding with a sixteen-year-old, a fourteen-year-old, and like a three-month-old. Yeah, you are just you are yeah, feuding with children Nick all is, over. Nick is a complete trash dick piece of shit your kid your kid is garbage that kid that kid has no redeeming abilities except the only thing he's got going for him is a stupid hat collection that you bought him okay that's all he's got going for him he's he's in a bad mood because you didn't take him to california you should have gone to new york like you were thinking of going to and gone to the wrestling instead just to rub it in his face not only do you not get to see your friends in california but i'm gonna go fuck off in new york and watch wrestling that's what you should have done because he deserves it. He's a, you have created this spoiled little fucking bitch. Your kid is just a spoiled trash dick great. piece of shit. Like if I have, I have never. This kid is like the fucking photo dictionary definition of white fucking privilege. I have never seen a more spoiled <laughs> piece of trash than this kid. Your kid's awful. Like, like. <laughs> Lex is an angel compared to this guy. This is I I peel Nick off the bottom of my shoes every day when I go walk the dog, okay? <laughs> oh my god. This is great. Yeah, so how are you doing today? Listen, nothing let me tell you something. Nothing has motivated me more to lose a few pounds than to crack this kid in the skull. This is the first thing that's made me want to get off the couch is fucking crack his head open until the white meat shows, okay? Oh, my God. You're literally feuding with the children of the breakfast. But how did I end up feuding with this fucking turd? I don't even... Where did this even come from? Where did this come from? 
I don't know. And what's, got, his, he wants what's this he with me? You? You're the fat fuck that's ruining know. his day all the time. He's got heat with you. Lex has got heat with you. The the baby's got heat with you. No, I got heat with the baby, okay? Oh, yeah. You, listen, that baby one day is going to get older and go, this fucking Ben Temple's three doors down. has got heat with me. Listen, by the, We got a problem. The kid's, kid's probably going to be as fucking develop, developmentally challenged as Marco is. I don't have to worry about that kid putting a thought together oh, here for we a go. few fucking years, all right? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. And Lex is all right. She just got mad at me because you and I were laughing about that stuttering girl. I mean, funny's funny. I can't, <laughs> that is how it started. I can't help that it's fucking funny. I just, I'm sorry. I was, that kind of shit pops me. I'm going to laugh at it. I don't know. This, this podcast started off like in a hot direction. Well, here. because I'm mad at you, to be honest. You with your, look, I feel like we, we start the podcast one of two ways where you, where you you come in talking about food, uh, or me mad at you for fucking uh, jerking me along until we can actually do this thing. We set five o'clock. You call me four minutes before five. I'm like, oh, we're gonna do this early, and you're like, I need twenty minutes because I'm going to get the dog food. And I'm like, thinking you can't fucking get the food after we do the podcast. You know, you know what the you funny gotta, part was? Though? The dog's gotta have it now, just like Nick. Everyone in your fucking circle is so fucking catered to. Yeah. And spoiled. Oh, go. and I got heat with there the dog now, go. too. I got heat with the dog now, You're too. The dog. Yeah, I'm going to fight the dog. I'm going to fight Nick. I'm going to kick sand in your daughter's eyes. I'm going to run you down verbally. Uh, that baby's no longer welcome here. Who else am I fighting with? Who else am I fighting Whatever. Jesus oh, Dis- Disco Inferno could stick it, too. Yeah, that's yeah. my well, whole and let, that's You want you you to go ahead and... No, just go ahead and add Billy to the list. You're on Billy's shit list, too. Billy's Billy's all right with me. Billy's okay in my book. He is not okay with you. (laughs) Not okay. I saw the text message, my friend. He said he's coming for both of us. He said that I'm digging the hole and that he's burying both of us in it. I don't know how you're getting buried with me, but we're getting buried together. Hopefully I get buried on top of you. I can't bear that much weight (laughs) the dirt (laughs) and you. (laughs) Um, Look, 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 look. I may have planned a rib on him, but like I never happened. How can he be mad at something that never happened? And I don't know. Here's the real question. I get that message, that fucking message. Let me let me let me pop it up because it's otherwise it. I'm not going to remember how it actually went. But uh, OK, he goes. Uh, he goes, understand you were going to try and rib me at dinner yesterday. Hmm, maybe not special guest referee, but a handicap match. AJ and Temples versus Fives. I like it. But I never ribbed him. It was just a... It, even if he showed up, I may have chickened out and not ribbed him. You know what I mean? So, like, to have this practical joke planned that I told four fucking... So now... Wait, I'm, but he, it wasn't me who told him. There's Listen... Someone spilled the English beans on toast, and I think it was you. Okay, it was not me. It was it was not me. It was not me because you want to know. Look, there's a couple reasons. Why. Number one, I knew, I knew if I said something to him, I was automatically assumed in this role because me and you are attached at the hip. That anything happens, it's not even. It's no longer my fault or your fault. It's both of you. Like we're one. So you're if getting, I would have said something, you're getting you're getting the baby thrown out with the bathwater, is what you're saying. Right. So so for me to say something would be ridiculous. Yeah. And I messaged him and asked him if it was us. 
your roommate. Yeah. Because because I I have a feeling it was Huss. A hundred percent. Because Huss in his mind knows I can get both of their asses kicked because he knows he's not stupid. I don't think that guy. Yeah, but I don't see. Here's it, it, he said he didn't do it. Okay, and I don't believe him. And uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I believe him either. But I don't know who to believe. There's four of you motherfuckers. And well, look, it, it ain't. I can tell you what. It ain't Marco because Mar- Marco. Yeah, Mar- that's, that's way too much effort would have him. And we can't even get him to show up on a Sunday to record something. Right. So. Uh, so it wasn't Marco. So it was either you or Adam or Earl. Okay. Now I told all of you guys what I was going to do. I told Adam, I think as we were headed over to Benihana and I told Earl when we were at Benihana and, right. and Earl had just met Billy like with Adam at the hurricanes game the week before. I don't know if they traded numbers or not, if they traded social medias or not, if they've spoken since then or not, I have no idea. But I know that he's one of four people I told who also coincidentally now know Billy. So hmm. I'm going to have to ask him about that because if it's him. Oh, I'm going to oh, say it's not like oh, well, two things. One, I'm, oh, oh. I'm going to say it's, it's, it can't be Earl. It's, the, the relationship's too new. And two, if it was Earl, what the fuck are you going to do to Earl? He's like 12 times your size. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> He'll hit me with his uh, NFC Championship ring finger. You know. <laughs> Knock you out. And hit. There'll be an right. indent on the on my forehead for years to come right. with his right. NFC Championship ring. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I I'm hoping it's not Earl for Earl's sake because uh, it's, I, it's it's not because I don't want that relationship to deteriorate into uh, like I don't want to be. Huss I can deal with. Earl, I'm going to feel like I'm going to have to start a ribbing war with him over this. And I don't know if he can handle it or if I can handle it because he can afford to do a lot of... (laughs) I mean, like a man that's made millions and millions of dollars in his career can can afford to indulge in luxuries that would be like... And and for those who don't know, because this is is totally an insider conversation, but Earl played in the NFL. For 10 years, 10 years. Ten years in the NFL. started in the uh, NFL for ten years, not played in the played NFL. in played in the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, two years ago, right? Two years ago. Yeah, his last year. Yeah. Uh, so, yep. yeah, I, I, mm, I hope it's not him because I'm just saying that war is one I can't afford because uh, he'll one up me and he's got the money to spend to really do it well. Um, yeah, it's either you or my roommate, and I'm not convinced it's... It's I, not me. Um, it's not me. <laughs> I know better because I know anything that you or I say for the last two, three, four months, it doesn't matter if you say it or I say it, it's automatically... <laughs> we're, like, grouped into this one group where Billy's like, I'm just going to do one kick and knock you both out. That, like, that so part, I'm not that stupid. That part I do agree with. The, I'm not that stupid part I will disagree with. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, here, you know, I don't know. I I just know that it wasn't me, and I, I've got like forty five days to get in shape, and I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to the sweet potato fries with cinnamon sugar that I'll be eating later tonight and marshmallow uh, at Duckworth's Bar and Grill here in Charlotte. Why but uh, why don't you just get a salad with some chicken in it? I mean, no. <laughs> you you don't even want to know what I ate today. I know we don't want to talk about food. We discussed this. We're going to skip talking about food, but let me just. Well, me I, just, I we saw drove you eat, to Charlotte. I saw you eat candy on TikTok. Uh, 
So, so the candy was last night. I filmed that last oh, night. Well, the mints I filmed today. The mints I filmed. Oh, okay. Today. So, so I did eat two mints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two. But you ate that whole box. Stop it. I tell you, well, listen though. So we're driving. We're driving to Charlotte's four and a half hour drive. Kids got hungry. I grabbed them some uh, Chick Fil A, and I wanted some coffee, so I got some coffee. But then McDonald's was next door, so I just you know I went over and got a and got a, a quarter pounder and a ten piece nugget, two for six. Okay. So I. I want to well, hold on. Circle back to Nick for a second. I understand you want to talk about this food thing, but why is he so mad at me? Does he listen to the podcast or something? Or are you Barry? Are you or are you stirring shit? No, he woke up and first. Okay, so he was sleeping I mean, in the car. Like, he didn't want to come on this trip. But like, well, let me tell you about today. This is very odd. So he wakes up from his nap and he's grumpy. And he first he wants to fight me and tells me he wants to put the gloves on and fight me. And and I don't even remember what I said. I was on the phone. And Does he I not was, uh, understand? Was... What happened is you have never introduced him to grown man strength. Right. Well, I don't even know what I said. And he said, he just, he turned from wanting to fight me to wanting to fight you. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah. He must listen to the podcast or something. <laughs> he hasn't downloaded. I know he does. So. <laughs> now, I will say, I, I just got him back on a really good rib. So, so he... He was, uh, he's being a total asshole all day, and we're here at my parents' house, and my dad has to go help my cousin move some beds, and my dad wanted me to go, but I'm doing the podcast, so Nick comes over just now while we're in the podcast, and he sign languages to me that my dad needs me, and I said, you go with him, I pointed, well, my dad is, grabs him and throws him in the car, and he's like, come help me, as they're pulling out, Nick's flicking me off, because I made him go, he just texted me and said, I hate you for this, and I said, well... Welcome to real life. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Listen, if if you could uh, actually get really pissed off at him and grab him like you're about to tear him in half and put a little fear back into him, it would probably benefit your 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 last two years with him because he's this this he's acting like uh, like a prince in a fucking castle, dude. Like oh, he is. I right. mean, you gotta, you got, right. you gotta do something. You gotta put some fear into him that that uh, he can't just mouth off and flip you off and demand fucking chick fil A well, whatever the, he wants. Right. I mean, here's the issue. Like we 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 had we we like play fought one time. This was this was you know maybe a year or so ago, and he got me in a front like rear like a front choke. I could not breathe. I had to tap out. I couldn't get out of it. And ever since and then, he's been he's been fucking uh, feel, right, so, feeling and, and that, thought, hasn't he? Right. He brings it up all the time. He's like, "Remember when I choked you out?" And I'm not gonna lie, he did. We were going like I thought I had him. I made a wrong move. He grabbed me, and he was like on the bottom, and he grabbed me. I could not breathe. I couldn't get out of it. He has like some strength. I'm not gonna yeah, lie, but but, you, but I'm also the most out of shape. Ever so, but this is fun. You, not like he you was, gotta you gotta write the ship. You gotta write the ship because now he I gotta think, get back he, in shape. And before thinks, Billy, I gotta get him in the ring. He thinks he's the fucking man of the house or something. You know, right. Right. Is, he's like trying to cuck you. You gotta fucking do something, man. This is this is. This I gotta is get back in shape. This need, is not. Acceptable. I need a rematch. Listen, I need a rematch. I want to fight your kid, but you need to fight your kid more. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you, have, you know, in the water boy, Coach Klein's got to get his manhood back here. I mean, you can't right. let that choke out stand. He's, he's, man, he's in the driver's seat right now, and he's letting you know it, and you're not even doing anything about it. 
he's so mad. He just texted me. So we have to go. He wrote, so we have to go pick up a mattress. And oh, look at this. Wow, he's taking shots. He said, we have to go pick up a mattress. He wrote, first of all, he wrote dog, D-A-W-G. You're 40 doing a pod. He wrote dog, you're 40 doing a podcast. And you talking about real world? <laughs> I got nothing, man. You you got to handle this. Uh, you sh- uh, uh, well, you know, I had a... Uh, I told him, like, we were coming here. He was like, so he was like oh, I don't want to go out. And I was like, you know, it's too bad. Like, I already bought tickets for, for uh, we were going to go to the theme park and this I'm and that. I'm so and happy said, you canceled his trip to fuck the trip to California. Yo, that's what he's all mad about. I'm so happy you, you just squarely stuck it in his ass. Yeah. <laughs> he said, and I don't want to drive a grandpa because my dad's an awful driver. We oh, know we, that. But that's, you know what? We've that's part of it. He tip. deserves that. Yeah. yeah. This <laughs> reply sucks to be you. <laughs> I am. Sucks to be you. Sucks to suck, bro. Oh. That was that was Wayne Van Dyke's line. Yeah, sucks I remember to suck, that, bro. Wayne, and let me tell you, before there was the Nick and Ben feud, there was the Nick and Wayne Van Dyke feud. Wayne Van Dyke was a wrestler, yeah, but Wayne died what, uh, like five years ago? Right, but super. So close. how old like, was he Nick? Was, right, was 11? he was. No, so when we first met Wayne, Wayne, when Nick, Nick and Lex, Lex was a, like a little, uh, we they first met him. Um, for some reason, like Wayne was, a, he was a wrestler. He was, uh, he, he he's passed away five years ago. But he was, he became like a good friend, and uh, he, we were at show, and I don't even know what happened. They became, they became, uh, they liked him, and Lex would always say he that he was. Wayne was her favorite wrestler. And I was like, well, are you even watching the match? He's horrible. Like, you know, cause he was a gimmick, right? Yeah. So, uh, he was just a gimmick. He was like, um, he, he did this thing where he had, uh, like he had like a, a circus strongman outfit on. And right. he was like, he was like, he was a guy that couldn't put on weight. So he was, a, I wouldn't say scrawny, but he was really lean and he would, he would pl- play like he was a strong man, like he was super strong, and yeah, it was it was funny, but it was a you know, it was a it's a one trick kind of pony. But he was funny. He was no, great. Like, no, he was he understood. Fantastic. He he could entertain. Right. He was he was like you, not not a, you know more more sizzle than steak. <laughs> right, right, exactly, right. But he knew. I I loved working Wayne. I. Uh, the funny thing is, 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 is I'm glad we're getting into this story because this is funny stories around here, but it goes back to Nick in, in a second. Uh, first time I ever met Wayne, it was at a wrestling show in like Coral Springs. And they're like, hey, you're working a tag match and you're going against, I don't remember who it was in this kid, Wayne. And I said, okay. And they go, you're going to, you got to put Wayne over. And I said, why am I going to put this kid over? Why, why does he have to beat me? Like, can he beat the other guy, or why am I not beating him? He, it's like his first match. And they're like, he sold 50 tickets. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are these? They're guys? like, Wayne sold 50 tickets. It's his first match. You got to put him, you got to put him over. So I said, all right, fine, fine. We do the match. I mean, the 50 people screaming for this kid. He goes over, one, two, three, ah, oh, place goes nuts. I mean, for the next fucking five years till the day he died, he would always say, Hey, remember that time I beat you? I was like, hey, shut the fuck up. You're real. <laughs> he went on and on. He would, we were in, we were in Orlando 
we were in a, a fucking rabbit just ran at me. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're in Orlando at WrestleMania weekend, and I was doing a show, and he's introducing people to me and going, you know, hey, this is Anthony. Uh, I beat him my first match. I'm like, why are you <laughs> telling everybody that? And he, he went through the entire locker room. What a the, great room. What a great entire room. night letting everybody know. You know, like seven years ago, I pinned him in the ring, by the way. Clean. Clean. I was like, it's not even real. He was telling everybody. So when I met his girlfriend at the time, he, he, met, he told her, introduced me, and said, I beat him in my first match. Like he was so proud of this, uh, but just not proud of the actual win. He just loved to fucking piss me off yeah. and oh, rib me. I love a rib that you that just goes on and on for right. years and years. Right, always. So, Especially when you know so, uh, every time it bugs you, like like, right. like he had he, yeah because he knew that it would piss me off. <laughs> but he had two ribs. He had two ribs. The other rib Wayne Van Dyke would do is he was notorious for, and this is where it comes into him and Nick getting into it. We had a guy, there was a guy around wrestling, he still wrestles, still runs a promotion, J-Dog. J-Dog was the son of Rusty Brooks, who is my trainer, who just recently passed away. Um, I've known J-Dog for 20, 20 years. Uh, so the joke used to be, uh, you would tell, like, it was, a, it was a joke amongst a couple of us, Bobby Rogers, me, a couple of the, just not not many guys would know the joke, but the joke would be like, you would tell somebody, be like talking about something, and be like, you know them, and they'd be like, who? And you'd go, J Dog. That was always the joke. You'd always the, the rib would be, you'd get somebody string them along in a story, and then they said, who are you talking about, or who? You would go, J Dog. That was the joke, right? I've seen you guys do that on Facebook right. sometimes, where it's where you're anything where you or or like right, or right. like someone wanting to know who did something or blame someone for something <laughs> right. it's always <laughs> someone comes on it goes j-dog and it's one of you guys right. you know i think I, J- right. I think i've also seen uh uh snake jeff uh do it but i think he was right. he he just saw he you guys not, no. doing it he was just trying to be right. part of the cool kids now he, the funny thing is, is j-dog never j-dog never knew the joke right like he didn't know the joke so Wayne was in on this joke, and Wayne would get me all the time. He would call. I would answer. I would answer and be like, hey. He'd be like, did you just hear that? I said, hear what? He goes, man, there was a show in Tampa last night. I cannot believe who went over it. I'm like, who? He'd be like, J-Dog, and he would hang up. <laughs> like, there was no conversation. Like, but he would get me, like, once a month. Once a month, like clockwork. Well, great. That's great. We were like, one time we were at a show and I had my kids with me and they, again, they loved Wayne. Uh, first time Lex met Wayne, she was like, best, thought he was the best. Wayne signed an autographed picture and gave it to Lex. I still, ha- I got goosebumps talking about it. I still have the picture and it says to Lex, Wayne Van Dyke. And Lex was maybe like four years old. Like, you know, she just thought Wayne was. She thought Wayne was the best. Like that, I don't even know why. Was that at a show down here? Like one of those? Like, yes. Like one of those like parking lot shows or something? Maybe. No, it was like CC, CCW or okay, something. Okay, okay. Something like that. This fucking guy's flying a plane over my head. Come on, pal. We need a podcast here. You hear this shit? Yeah. Got a banner from alcohol. Store I feel like I'm podcasting with Blake. Oh, walking down A one A. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Lex, that was like Lex's favorite wrestler. But so a couple shows came in, and like my son was young at the time, but he was in on the J Dog joke because it was funny that this this little kid 
knew a who J Dog was and knew that the J the J Dog he knew the rib like he knew the rib. So we're at a show, and he goes up to Wayne because they always played around with Wayne, and he goes up to Wayne and he says something blah blah blah, and Wayne's like who? And Nick goes J Dog, <laughs> and uh, we all lost it. We lost. He's like holy shit! How did he get me with that? He's like how does he even know it? I was like he's smart to it. So from that moment on, him and Nick were in the J-Dog feud. He would call and be like, hey, where's Nick? And I'd be like, he's right here. And then Nick's a kid. And he would, like, try to get Nick. And be- Nick would be, like, too smart to it and be like, no, I- you're going to try to get me with the J-Dog joke. I may be seven, but I'm not stupid. Like, and he would get him. They would go back and forth. But, like, a couple times he would get Nick. He would get me. Nick would get him. I had a couple times Nick's like, can I call Wayne? And he would call. And Wayne would answer. And he would be like, who is this? And Nick would be, because it's the kid on the phone. And he'd be like, J-Dog, and hang up. <laughs> and Wayne's like, called back and be like, you motherfuckers. But they had this like feud going on. As Nick got older, like the feud got a little bit more like aggressive and intense. It went from J-Dog to like Nick just shitting on him and being like, you're a horrible wrestler. And Wayne being like, you're a horrible child. So <laughs> it, it, it like progressed. But uh, yeah, they had, that was like the original feud was Nick and Wayne. And then you know, and Lex loved him, so Lex was always taking Wayne's side, not Nick's. Right. Uh, not that she would take Nick's side now; she still doesn't. But yeah, that was that was the original feud with uh, with, was Nick and Wayne, and now now you're feuding with him. Wayne, Wayne, this is uh, not good. Wayne, uh, I remember Wayne was just the fucking instigator of instigators when we were doing one of the convention shows, and it was right, the right. night that Jackie got really drunk, and I guess yeah. He was out with Wayne and Hurricane. I was there. I was there. Were yeah. you there for it? I was there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just fucking, uh, just was getting Jackie so he got worked under up. Jackie's skin. Yes, he just got under so Jackie's worked skin. Up that I guess Jackie wanted to fight Wayne, and I think Hurricane kind of took Wayne's side a little bit. Or so, okay, so here's what happened. Okay, so he was uh, he was. He was getting under his skin. Because like, I I'm walked up on I walked up on this thing when you guys were walking through the hallway. I remember that. Towards, yes, in the hallway. So toward, before you get yeah. into the hotel, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was getting under his skin, and Jackie was was not taking it well. And Jackie, instead of Jackie playing along, or he he was Jackie was like telling him, "You're annoying me," you know, like I, you know. And he was like he was kind of shitting on Wayne a little bit. Like he wasn't he was being like an asshole. Like he wasn't playing around. But Wayne knew that he was getting under his skin, so he just kept going. It was intentional. intentional Plus, it's popping. It's popping the boys. Probably everyone's Pop, probably laughing at it. Popping, popping me to no end. I was dying because <laughs> I knew what was going on, and and you know Jackie was just. I mean, oh, he was livid. So we're we're walking down the hallway. We were going to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's right. where we were going. Right. Remember that. Right. Uh, and yeah, yeah, like was, there was a production going right. on in one of the uh, ballrooms. But it was in something. like another building or something, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's where we were walking. It was me, Wayne, Jackie, Jess, uh, Hurricane, Hurricane's wife, and I think Devlin was there. Maybe remember Devlin? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. So I think it was us. So I, if I remember, but I know I, I know Hurricane. So eventually, Jackie turns around and he we everybody stops. And Jackie goes after Wayne, like physical altercation, because he cannot take it anymore. That Wayne is just, but as he's going after him, instead of Wayne trying to fight back, Wayne is still going. 
like calling him like drunk and like oh, like just g- giving it to him still as Jackie's trying to fight him. So Hurricane gets in the middle, and Hurricane is is like trying to like get in the middle of them, and so we don't have a fight, obviously. Right. But plus Hurricane he, plus stops. He knows Jackie is drunk off right, his ass, right? And uh, right, and he's he knows drunk Jackie for years and years, right? Well, eventually, Hurricane <laughs> turns around. But Jackie pushes like Hurricane, like to get like like he was trying to get Hurricane out of the way, and Shane lost it and turned around, and it went from this fight between Wayne and Jackie to Shane, Hurricane, and and Jackie because Hurricane turned around. <laughs> it's like they were about to go at it, and like Hurricane's wife got. I stepped in. You came. I you came down the hall as it was happening. Yeah, I walked up right at like right at right yeah. in that moment. Yeah, right, right, and and you know we all kind of stepped in and broke them up, and uh, and uh, that's the moment when so after that it happened, and everybody was kind of that's when Hurricane's wife turned to me, and in that moment is when she said that during that time period and said to me, uh, "Can you come to my kid's birthday party to dress as Super Mario?" And I was like, "What is going on here? Like, we've got an altercation." I didn't realize and she's asking me. To, that was that when was the it moment. was. Oh my god! That's... That was the moment, and and I and so then I I turned my attention to her because I was like, "What did you just say?" And she's like, "My kid, my kid loves Super Mario, and I think you do such a great Super Mario. Like maybe you can come to the house and do a birthday party." Super and and me going thinking Shane's got to have money. I'm like, "Yeah, for sure. You pay me, I'll come be Super Mario at the mm-hmm. birthday." But the altercation's still going on, and she's over here trying to sell me to be Super Mario at the birthday party. Oh yeah. my god, that's hilarious! So yeah, so that kind of gets broken up, and uh, right. I just remember then. I don't know if we stayed with Hurricane at that point, or if me and I was with Lou, and I don't remember who else. But I, th- I we went to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, you went. So after that, yeah. I think we bumped into you guys at by the pool at the hotel, right? Because you guys yes. were staying at the other hotel, which wasn't yes. on, on site. And that was that was the funner group, and uh, we're, we we bump in the hurricane after so he's all upset because Jackie has like unfriended him on Facebook and fu- yada yes. yada, and both like me, in the moment, in the moment he did it, yeah, yeah, like and both Lou and I are like, oh, that's that's just Jackie, that's drunk Jackie, right. uh, that that uh, that has who hasn't that happened to at least once, and he but he was all upset, he was like. And uh, we're like, don't worry about it. By by the morning, everything will be good again. <laughs> but I I remember no, but I remember Hurricane when because you guys were like saying you were you I was there because you were telling him like oh that's normal Jackie. But I do I remember him saying didn't he say that it never happened to him before? This is the first time that Jackie ever did that to him. Yeah, that's why he he didn't yeah. right right like it was his first he, that was his first run in with a Jackie unfriend which we all we all had been through that like i mean you probably more than everybody i know he unfriended <laughs> me two three two three four times well, i mean i i just got the friend request back before he passed away well i, knew, like, I was right back in i knew for 20 years luckily a lot of that was before social media it, if we had had right. social media for sure i'd have set the land sea and air records for it but yes uh but uh yeah he i think Shane had been in the deep end of the drunk Jackie pool, but not on the receiving right. end of it. You know, right. there's the there's the spectator end of it, and then there's the receiving end of it. And uh, when Jackie gets drunk, I, I'd say eight times out of 
out of ten, which is also four times out of five, uh, he will uh, he will tar- yeah. target someone, and that person's going to be right. feeling his uh, drunk, <laughs> drunken wrath. Uh, sometimes funny, sometimes yeah, yeah. he's fun, but most of the time he yeah. gets really nasty. So you know, it it got to the point. Towards, I hate this, laughing about it, but towards the end, it got to the point though when it was drunk, Jackie. Like, I think we, I would, we would all like be like, "Oh, who is it today?" Like, I would literally sit there and be like, "Please, I don't have the energy tonight to deal with this. Please do not be me today." Like, I don't want to be that guy. Like, I don't want to be the. It's got to be Blake's turn or Ben's turn or Marco's or Drew's. But it was never Drew's turn. He never went after Drew no. for some reason. But. Oh, I was like, just not today. And then sure enough, the phone, the phone would ring. And when the phone rang and it was 2 a.m., you, it was two things. He was either coming after you or he was going after one of the other guys and complaining to tell me. Right, right. Yeah. So you had two choices. And then, and if you didn't answer the phone, he would have kept calling. So you have to answer the phone. I, I, you know, there was a lot of, uh, when you, when your radar would go off that he was going to have like a four, (laughs) a four, four day drinking spree. Uh, right. Like you had to figure out what times you could actually uh, lie, convincingly lie that either you lost your phone, or or, or you lost lie. or you lost your charger, or you forgot to turn the ringer back on. Something you know to to avoid at least one set of phone calls. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, good times. Though. Good times. <laughs> really good times. Uh they were good times. You know, they were. Well, I don't know. Hello? Yeah. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I cut out or something. No, no, no. So, so what else you got for me today? I got, I got a, I know I'm going to watch the uh, Dark Side of the Ring tonight. Uh, Are you? Yeah, I have to. It's about Chris. I mean, Jackie and I knew Chris really fucking well. Jackie was like yeah. his best friend. And, uh, I mean, I'd stayed at Chris's place once or twice and, Chris had stayed at my place once or twice when he was down here. Um, you know, I, I mean, I saw a lot, not as much as Jackie did, but I saw a lot of that like downward, uh, you know, I don't know what the right word is where, you know, he started to mentally kind of unfurl, uh, and, uh, get worse and worse. Uh, I remember all of that stuff. Um, but I also remember all the fucking fun times we had before, before that, when he would, didn't have those problems and uh right i just i want to see i'm i'm looking for his episode not to he- hear the like dark side stuff of it but to 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 see all the friends that he had and peers in the business uh talk highly of him cuz i know it's going to be a love fest uh right right you know and i i i you know i feel like it i'm excited to see him get a little bit of a exposure to a new generation of wrestling fans and also uh you know just get some acknowledgement and some what they call it these days get his flowers or whatever they call it um you know so i'm excited for that uh and i'm still kind of hung over from uh last night's wrestling as well right yeah uh, for sure we would talk about that but uh um with the the canyon thing like you know it, I think that guy had such a good character and WWE really dropped the ball, like completely dropped the ball on him. Yeah. Uh, but you know, which is, you know, they do it a lot of guys, I guess, but yeah, uh, they're still doing it. Yeah. 
Well, it's it's so, it's all you know. I I don't want to get too much into that stuff. Uh, I did some of that uh, last night on Facebook, uh, but uh, uh, but I do I do really feel like uh, almost to the moment we could point to, or at least Jackie and I felt like we could point to uh, the chair shots he took from the Undertaker. Uh, to, yeah, the unprotected chair shots he took from the Undertaker to the head. As something that like just flipped the switch in him, did something to his brain. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. no, that's just sad. But yeah, it should be a good, good episode for sure. Um, yeah, it, it, it's funny the uh, the dark side of the ring. I, I I won't tell you who told me this story on on the air just to protect people. But uh, I, I was talking to someone who had a Ric Flair story. Um personal story after watching the dark side of the ring they were like yeah we were at some thing and there was some drinks and once he got drunk they're like he literally took his clothes off like immediately <laughs> i was like that's so fucking weird like why would anyone do that uh which makes me you know think like god you know what a what a weird human being i've been you know? to, i've that's been to some weird. bars where he got rowdy but i i haven't uh uh, but in like the late nineties, early two thousands, the only thing I know is that one time I didn't go to the bar, and someone else told me, "Yeah, Flair took his fucking dick out." Um, but I, but he was like dressed, like he just, like someone oh, yeah. said something, like or or, and he had to like, like the only way to prove differently was to pull his dick out, kind of deals. So uh, it wasn't like yeah. he was doing helicopters or anything, like what they were talking right. about on on. Yeah, just just weird. That's just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weird, weird shit. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Wrestling's a very weird industry. Uh, it was a lot more weird before than it is now. Although there is some weird shit that still happens now. But uh, Yeah, but compared to back in the... And by back in the day, right. I'm not even talking the 70s and 80s. But, man, the late 90s uh, yeah. and early 2000s when, when I was... 90s, probably. Kinda, yeah. But I'm saying the late 90s when I was around it. I mean, I saw right, that, right. all the shit they talk about and all the guys... Right. With like I said, I didn't know about the the whatever the drug the H bomb drug, but uh, Halcyon. Was yeah. it? But I I knew about GHB. All those guys had that, you know. And oh, and, and I remember seeing like in. in and forget uh, about that. Movie. My friend went and got one of the. I don't want to say the guy's name, but one of the dudes uh, free CW, a fucking eight ball. Uh, you know when he asked if we could get him an eight ball when we were all hanging out back behind the Fort Lauderdale War Memorial. Uh, for one of the shows, yeah. you know, yeah, I've seen that at the War Memorial too. The exact thing, yeah. but you know, I, I and I've seen guys drinking. I thought it was a, a jug of water, and they're like, "No, it's GHB," and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's a whole jug of it!" Like, no, 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 these they people insane. They diluted into a gallon. I had no idea. I was like, I was yeah, young. Yeah. I had no it's, clue they, what was going they, on. The cap that comes on the GHB, they they pour some into the cap, and then they'll they'll either oh. shoot it straight or some. Or they'll dilute it into like a gallon of water or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's just like holy shit. I these know guys that, are... that was the one of the times that we were. I it may have even been the same time that my friend went and got a one of the dudes an eight ball. Was the same night was uh, I think it was the same night uh, was when Sonny and uh, man, what's his name? Her boy, her husband, Candido. Candido, yeah, that's uh, showed up to the arena fucked up like completely yeah. pilled, pilled up and they stayed like signed some autographs. I have a photo photo with her. You can tell she's all fucked up in it. Um, and, uh, 
And they walked in the building and literally like fucking 10 minutes later, they left. Like they were like someone like Paul or someone saw them and said, go home. Right. You're, get out. You can't right. even be here. You, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. They were they were they were limp noodles like one of those uh, right those things you blow up in front of a car dealership you know just wiggling and fucking yeah they were a mess so. yeah 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 it's a wild wild world man it's it's uh, it's amazing that some of those guys didn't die like well, a lot sooner some of them did you know? and and I don't know if you heard this and then we'll, we'll talk about it on the podcast and it's probably going to be completely weird and creepy and disgusting but uh. I watched a video of Honky Tonk Man talking about how Rick, why Rick Rude committed suicide. Have you heard this story? I I think you did. You send that to the group. I think I did because I tried to play it and like the odd. It was like someone filmed a laptop with their yeah. cell phone and the audio. I couldn't hear it, so I was like, after like so after like two seconds, I was like, well, whatever he said, I I can't hear it, so I'm not even gonna bother. So Honky Tonk said. That Rick Rude took a whole bunch of Viagra, but he was injecting it into his dick, and he got an infection. And the infection was so bad, they had to cut his cut his balls and dick off. Like he had to have it removed because the infection was so bad. And he went home and killed himself. After, I was like, "What the fuck?" Or before, maybe, maybe they were gonna do it yet. I was like, "That's what he says in the video." How do how would he like, well how would he even know that like of all the people for him to be the only one telling that story like is right. he, is that the man is he's confiding in right I don't know I don't, know. I don't buy I was it just like holy shit first of all right. I don't buy anyone fucking inject injecting right. Viagra into their dick. And, and and wrestling is such a bunch of liars and yeah they're all liars such a weird probably, world right he probably had heat with him and fucking. Right. This was a he could now bury the guy because he's dead. Dead, yeah. In a yeah, way yeah. that was totally like trying to emasculate and humiliate him, you know. Right. Yeah. But I, it's funny because yeah, and and it's funny, you know. I heard the story I was like whatever, but you, you talk about how like all this bad stuff that happened in wrestling this week with the dark side of the ring last week, and then you talk about the the first thirty minutes of AEW last night. I don't even care about the rest of the show. The first thirty minutes, I want to watch it again because I'm. That I'm, was. I've I have plans to watch it before the dark side. I'm going to watch that match again. Uh, it's a full thirty minute right. match. That went to distance, and it might be. I mean, it's the best match either of them has had in a while. Yeah. It was uh, well. It was Kenny like Omega, you, like you said, it was a lot less flippy dudes and yeah, right, it was Kenny right, Omega right. and. Uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, it was a lot less flippy dudes, and it was hard hit, like really hard hitting match, man. Yeah, it was. It was. It told a great story. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm still like, like the false finishes and the kickouts on these devastating maneuvers, or sometimes annoys me. But uh, I guess when you're telling a story like that, you're gonna, you know, it's kind of well, acceptable. Well, so so the match, like, it's just for anybody that's a wrestling fan, and I, I felt like AEW last night was in Brooklyn, New York, at the Arthur Ashe Stadium, which never had wrestling before, tennis arena. The from the a minute they announced the two guys, they both came out and they both stood in the ring, and the crowd went ape shit. You got uh, what is it, Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega, um, two of the best in the world. 
and it's never happened on a big stage like this. I don't even know if they ever wrestled each other in the Indies. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, they were. They they worked in like uh, Ring of Honor or yeah. somewhere like that. Okay. So I mean, this is a big deal, and maybe Dragon's Gate I wa- or so- I, something. I, wa- I yeah, I watched the beginning again. Uh, just the first like few minutes, and the crowd was on their feet. They hadn't even touched each other yet. Yeah. And and Brian is like this huge smile on his face, and he's looking around. And Omega has no no emotion, no reaction. And it's the good guy, bad guy. And uh, the camera goes to Brian. He's smiling. Omega, he's not smiling. Back to Brian. He's smiling. Back to Omega. And Omega goes, "I don't give a shit." That's exactly what he said. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so – like the place is standing, 21,000 people. And then they locked up, and the place went even bonkers. Like the roof blew off the building yeah. from them locking up. And I don't think we've felt anything like that in wrestling in a really, really, really long time no, as a fan. No, no. this uh, Dude, uh, this night had us excited for a week. Like, mm-hmm. I mean – I kept, I was telling you yesterday, uh, I yeah. kept checking the clock and it was like being at school and like, right. like you can't believe how slow time's going. Uh, you keep looking at it. It's gotta be like later than that. It's gotta be later right, right. because it's like, it's like, you know, you got four hours to go. You think two hours have passed. You look at the clock and only 15 minutes have gone by and you're just dying to get to eight o'clock to watch this fucking show. Uh, yeah, it was, it was. It was a torturous day in anticipation right. for this. Uh, yeah, they you showed the picture of the line to get into the building was crazy. Right. Like and it was just it was hour just and a right. half it was before intense. the show started. Right. Yeah, and it was the the just the, the lockup. I watched that part again today twice. Just that part because somebody had put a clip of it up, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, just the the that's. I mean. It's like that's a, insane. Like, it's like I, a, I, I can. It's like a tea kettle building up pressure until the lockup mm-hmm. when it fucking it blows. You know, yeah. Right, and then and then the last like maybe six minutes of the match, I mean, they beat the shit out of each other, and it was just hard hitting. It was like, like it was just intense. Omega uh, was down way, to the end. Omega was way less cartoony. He did way less of like the yes, fucking yes. silly faces and the weird gestures right, right. and movements it was back to him being like in new japan fucking wrestling fighting but i will tell you though he i was always on the fence about him for for a long time when he was in japan because you know he was in japan he never did anything in america that was major but now like he truly is he is definitely probably top three current not all time current i mean he's got to be up there Right now, with I don't even know who else would be up there. I guess I guess Brian looked pretty good last night, but I mean Roman Reigns. I, I hate WWE, but he's doing a great job in yeah, his role yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. I mean, and Roman he like, could never work. He he could know. never work at that level, though. No, those, no, but he, what he's doing though, what he's doing in that role is fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely fantastic. But. I mean, Omega's he's got to be the best. He's got to be the best right now. Well, he's he was ranked number one in the magazine, right this year. Right, right. He was in Roman Reigns was too. Yeah. But I see it. He he's just he's that good. He's yeah. that fucking good. I, I'll say on that yeah. on the rest of that card, I think the only match I didn't enjoy was the Cody match. I felt like it could have been re- it could have been something special if they just did a straightforward match. 
I feel like they way overbooked that with fucking nonsense. Like his wife well, jumping in the ring. Yeah. That no need for her to be in there. Nothing. No need. Zero need even Arn doing his thing was not really, you know, unless Arn's turning heel. And and Arn fucking fell on his ass and made a made a fool of himself anyways. He he fumbled, I think Arn's he fumbled turning the heel, spot though. anyways. Uh right. I think Cody's turning heel. I think I think he yeah. maybe he corrupted him with the black stuff he spit in his face or something. Uh you know, did some dark magic stuff on him, you know. Maybe he'll turn to Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> um I just I, I mean the match itself was pretty good, you know, but Cody, you know, you know, I wanna like him. I do. I, I kind of do like him, but I feel like every time he does a match, there's it's a little too much. Like if you just went a little more bare bones and told just a straightforward story with all at all these all these like side things going on, that it would be right, it would be right. better. It would be better. Um, but like the state, like Sting, I didn't know a sixty-two-year-old man could wrestle like that or look look like that. He looked. He didn't look. He you know. I made a joke last night, you know, but I mean, like, he looked to be in his fifties, not his sixties. I mean, uh, some guys in the. I, I honestly, I I can't. He when, may have been like a. He may have looked even like he was forty-eight, which people want to laugh at. But sixty-two, man, I can't even imagine. No, but, but but what Sting did last night, as I'm watching, I'm thinking, in the physical shape I am in today. Yeah. I can't do that. But if I work my ass off for a year, I still don't think I can do that. Right, like right. he is, you know, like he is just he was moving. Yeah. Yeah. You and, know? And and it's just brilliant that they they really use him sparingly and uh I mean he's on TV every week, but he only wrestles really infrequently and it's been ta- he hasn't had a singles match, has he? Did he, uh, did he have one on TV? I don't remember. I think he may have only had tag matches, uh, but that's the way to protect him. I mean, you know, everyone else, you know, right. does the heavy lifting. He comes in and does a few exciting things that you know Sting for, and and everyone's happy. Um, but he did. He went right. But saying that, he went above and beyond. You know, in this match of anything yeah. I expected from him, I was like, if he'd given us a third of that or a quarter of that. <laughs> We would have been happy. We would have been happy. You right. Because he was moving. There's no expectations. He's 62 years old. I mean, you know. Right. I just. No, I, he was he was moving, man. <laughs> I, like, I like picturing him and Darby together all day. Uh, you just know, hanging like, out. Just hanging out, <laughs> talking, talking about life. 62 year old man and a 20, probably a 26 year old man, uh, you know, talking about life. Uh, dri- you know, driving like let's say from town to town in a car together, hitting the drive-throughs and the gyms, maybe even doing yeah. each other's makeup, <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out, yeah. like like almost like he's teaching him. He's teaching his son how to like uh... son, grandson. Yeah, grandson, true. <laughs> but no, that, that that was it. Was good. The whole show was good. It was. Uh, I do feel like it had a different vibe to it. Um compared to like a normal AEW show, but I think it had to, it had to have that, you know, it had to have a different vibe. So it I'm was, okay with it, but I enjoyed it. I think it was way more just straight big money wrestling matches. Right. There wasn't as right. much like other shenanigans, you know? Yeah, it wasn't. Not, not a, and you could feel it that they, I think, uh, I think one of the matches they overlap, like, 
they they cut someone's entrance a little bit short to get the other entrance going because they were mm. they they needed to make up any time they could because uh, all, all these matches right. were pretty important and they wanted to give them the time they needed. Yeah, no, it was it was fine. It was a fine show. Uh, you know, and I I did see some highlights for Fridays and uh, the crowd singing Jericho's theme is uh, it's pretty crazy. I don't know if you saw the uh, I don't think I sent it to you the tweet of the little boy. His dad's filming him. The kid has no idea he's being filmed, and the kid is singing Jericho's entrance from you know because they taped obviously last night. Yeah, uh, Fridays last night, and he's singing Jericho's song. And the dad said two years of you know COVID and lockdowns and and not being able to see live wrestling, and this is our first time in in almost two years. And the kid is just like, "What have I become?" You know, he's singing, and the kid's like eight years old, and that's what wrestling's about. Like you know, I I just. I don't feel like WWE has that anymore. No, they're like I just don't see that. You know, they're so like, like, out of touch with the actual, uh, the actual product. They're in. They're like up in the offices, more cutting licensing deals and right, right, and merchandise. Uh, you know, leasing out things to licensees. I just feel like that everything's a a concern way beyond the wrestling. Right. And the wrestling, like the is, wrestling is like the is the actual wrestling and putting together matches and creating good storylines and characters is like the is like the tenth, right, right, right. tenth priority to them, uh, which is which is fucked up. Uh, if you know, I don't know how you run you know you run the ship uh, like that. It's so upside down, but. You know, what are you going to do? They're, they're, yeah. I will say this. Uh, I do feel like uh, Vince feels them nipping at his heels and is at least trying to uh, do some cre- yeah. creative stuff. Uh, but I feel like... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in... I, I do have a hard time watching Friday nights. I will say that. Yeah. I'll it's, admit that. I do. It's just hard when you got a ship that big moving in a direction. It's really hard to do a hard right. You know, you, it's such a gradual turn yeah. when you're dry, when you're driving a boat that big, you know, as a, you know, uh, AEW, uh, can, can do these things and their, their reactions right. and adjustments to it are so slow because it's such a right, right. machine, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I gotta go now. I got, I got, uh, you know, 54 minutes in here. I gotta, I gotta start thinking about dinner, pal. I, I know. I at least the dog got his food. You know, that's all that matters. That's what's important. And Nick is still helping my dad, which is even better. It's been <laughs> like an hour. Good. Yeah. Fuck him. I. You know what? I. I hope he hurts his fucking. Uh, pink, pink, <laughs> his toe. Pinky toe. Fucking <laughs> doing this. He deserves it. Uh, I think he's wearing slides too. That's the best part. Oh. <laughs> of course he is. All right, yeah. bud. I'll. Uh, all right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Goodbye.